0: This is the biggest mistake in health. Not only does it scare people away from trying a carnivore diet, it encourages people to eat vegetable oils. The food's really causing disease. What is the mistake? No, it's not beyond meat. It's the fear of cholesterol. Cholesterol is one of the most feared molecules in the world today. How does everyone have it so backwards? Three main studies damned it. A 1913 Russian study on rabbits showed that cholesterol caused lesions. The Russians always had it. Two, a study in Framingham, Massachusetts 60 years ago that claimed cholesterol led to heart disease. Three, Ancel Keys and his corrupt seven-country study showing a correlation between saturated fat and heart disease. All three ultimately led to the diet-heart hypothesis and the USDA's food pyramid scheme, as I call it. And all three turned out to be corrupt and flawed. The first, the Russian study on rabbits. Turns out rabbits are herbivores. Of course, they react negatively to cholesterol. It's like studying the effect of bone broth on car engines. Doesn't mean that bone broth is bad for humans if the car doesn't function. The second, Framingham, released follow up data after 30 years and revealed that there was actually a negative correlation between cholesterol and disease. In fact, there was an 11% increase in death rate for every 1 milligram per deciliter drop per year in cholesterol. And the third, the most corrupt of them all, was cherry-picked. Ansel Keys cherry-picked seven countries out of 22. After including all the countries, there's absolutely no correlation. And now he's killed more people than every terrorist combined. There was not a shred of truth in any of these studies. All three ultimately led to the diet-heart hypothesis and food pyramid, and now millions of unnecessary deaths. Cholesterol was the critical link in the diet-heart hypothesis. The hypothesis was that saturated fat increased cholesterol, and then based on the studies above, that cholesterol caused heart disease. Thus, all dietary authorities recommended against saturated fat on the grounds of it increasing cholesterol. But we convicted the wrong enemy. So, of course, the USDA and health authorities backtracked, right? And now they, they recommend saturated fat finally. Of course not. They double down and still recommend people limit their saturated fat intake. What is the truth about cholesterol? It's one of the most beneficial molecules for your health. And independently, it does not cause heart disease. Let me step back. First off, what is it and why can't we survive without it? Cholesterol is an organic molecule found in cell membranes in most tissues. It's in the food we eat and is naturally occurring within our bodies. Of the cholesterol we have in our bodies, around 75% is actually created endogenously and 25% is ingested. Cholesterol is one of the most vital compounds we have. So vital, in fact, that our bodies make around 3,000 milligrams of it every single day. We can't leave it to chance to get it externally. It's that important. And by the way, your body doesn't do this with polyphenols or fiber or anything else that the vegans say you need. Without cholesterol, we would literally be dead. Cells would disintegrate. We'd have no hormones, no brain function, and no muscles. Every cell membrane is constructed out of cholesterol. All sex hormones are made from cholesterol. And vitamin D is synthesized out of cholesterol. You don't hear that story often, do you? It's like a Swiss army knife of molecules. Not having any cholesterol is much worse than having too much of it. Frankly, this is why I've prescribed myself cholesterol-increasing medication also known as steak. When doctors look for heart disease, they myopically track LDL, a lipoprotein that carries cholesterol, a vestige of the old cholesterol fearing era. But new studies confirm that LDL independently is not an issue. In fact, there are zero studies that show that high LDL is a risk factor, independent of triglyceride levels and HDL levels. What matters is the functioning of your lipid and energy transport system and the health of your cholesterol molecules. And you know what? New scientific research actually confirms this. There's not a single randomized controlled trial that shows people with high LDL independently dying younger. David Diamond has done some great work here. In fact, some studies show that higher LDLC is associated with equal or even greater lifespan. A study of 68,000 people over 60 years old in in the BMJ showed an inverse correlation between cholesterol and mortality. When it comes to total cholesterol, a study in Hawaii found the same. Having low cholesterol actually increases your risk of death. Funny enough, instead of continuing to dig their heels in, the researchers transparently stated, we have been unable to explain our results. Whoops. Another study from UCLA showed that 75% of heart disease patients had LDL below 130, the level at which doctors prescribe statins. And new evidence continues to pile up that lowering cholesterol via dietary or pharmacological interventions is not necessarily beneficial. And in fact, in some cases, it can cause even more damage. In 2019, the BMJ reviewed 22 interventional trials and found that, quote, the preponderance of evidence indicates that low-fat diets that reduce serum cholesterol do not reduce cardiovascular events or mortality. The preponderance of evidence is now on the side of LDL cholesterol not being an issue. But of course the mainstream will not wake up from this dietary slumber. In the recently unearthed Minnesota coronary experiment, researchers swapped saturated fat with corn oil, high in linoleic acid, with the goal of lowering cholesterol. That they did, they lowered cholesterol by 14%, but lo and behold, this led to a 22% higher risk of death for each 30 milligram per deciliter reduction in serum cholesterol. Spoiler alert, this study was not heralded as the end of the diet heart hypothesis. It was buried for 40 years, and people still consider corn oil and these other seed oils heart healthy today. There are many nefarious players with ingrained vested interests in maintaining the current cholesterol-fearing and saturated fat-fearing paradigm, and they will not go down without a fight. Lastly, remember the seven-country study that blamed saturated fat and cholesterol for heart disease? Well, Zoe Harcomb added in 290 more countries, and the correlation completely flipped. Cholesterol actually becomes negatively correlated with heart disease. So what really causes disease? Yes, cholesterol is present in the artery walls of heart heart disease patients, but it's because it's there to rescue them. It's like condemning firefighters for starting fires just because they're present at all fires. The logic is completely backwards. What matters is how the fire started in the first place. LDL, the bad cholesterol, is not predictive alone. Of course not. As we've seen, high LDL levels on their own do not cause heart disease. They're not shooting into your artery walls for no reason. Our bodies have been producing LDL cholesterol forever, but heart disease really only appeared in the last 100 years. It can't be the LDL independently causing issues. Something environmental or dietary must have changed. It turns out the best way to think about cholesterol levels is that they are not inherently causing heart disease, but that they are part of the process when coupled with inflammation and oxidation, the real root cause. What do I mean? Well, first off, LDL levels rise in the presence of inflammation. LDL plays an indispensable protective role, and this is one of the main reasons why we produce these lipoproteins. As I discussed in the first podcast, plasma lipoproteins are very important components of the immune system. Because of its protective role, your liver actually increases LDL production when there's inflammation. LDL can bind to pathogens so that the immune system can then expel them. So one reason LDL is high in those with heart disease is because LDL is binding to pathogens and endotoxins in your bloodstream. It's getting rid of the damage from your diet so that doesn't spread even further. And in this case, LDL is protecting from you from disease, not causing it. And this is where the mainstream goes completely wrong. Simply, heart disease cannot be initiated without inflammation and damaged LDL particles. And how do you damage your cholesterol particles and artery walls? Sugar and vegetable oils, two of the first things recommended by the food pyramid and the first things you remove on a carnivore diet. Sugar tends to stick to your LDL lipoproteins, causing them to lose their motor functionality. This is often referred to as glycation. Vegetable oils do something similar. An LDL is much more prone to oxidation when it contains unstable linoleic acid from seed oils. Once LDL is oxidized, LDL receptors no longer recognize it. Instead, the immune system takes over. When LDL is oxidized, your body actually intentionally pulls it into your artery walls to prevent them from causing damage elsewhere. These damaged lipoproteins will then cause an inflammatory response, foam cells, and plaquing. This is the heart disease process. Macrophages basically ingest the modified LDL and turn it into foam cells. Over time, multiple of these foam cells form fatty streaks together. This is heart disease and does not happen with healthy LDL particles. If this damage continues long enough, muscle cells are attracted to the area to heal the foam cells. This good faith attempt by the immune system ends up becoming atherosclerotic plaque. But if your body had let it run amok, it may have resulted in something even worse. In terms of biomarkers, what does this atherogenic state look like if it's not LDL? It usually rears its head as high triglyceride to HDL ratios, high fasting insulin, and elevated oxidized LDL markers. In a recent study of over 100,000 men and women, LDL levels showed very minimal effect on heart disease, but an increase in triglyceride to HDL ratio doubled the risk. Another study from the great Ivor Cummins, when when insulin is low, high LDL particle count and high triglycerides don't indicate that you're at a higher risk for heart disease, but when insulin is high, the risk of high triglycerides and high LDL is magnified. For instance, when fasting insulin is over 15, your risk of heart disease with the same triglyceride levels goes up six and a half times. And with the same LDLP levels, it increases 11 times. High LDL with high insulin is much more concerning than high LDL with low insulin, the state of many of you on a carnivore diet. So when it comes to biomarkers, I like to see total over HDL less than four, triglycerides over HDL less than one, HDL over 40, triglycerides less than 100, fasting insulin less than five, and fasting glucose less than 90. LDL, the bad cholesterol is nowhere to be found. Why? Well, big pharma can't make money off the real predictive biomarkers, and their $1 trillion annual bounty rests on people fearing LDL. It's time to change this paradigm. The truth about cholesterol, It's your crappy diet that all mainstream healthcare is recommended that's causing disease, not the cholesterol. Until next week.